Guys, it's that time we have some of the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle. Pac-Man, your part. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, well, I was ex- I was expecting you to play his part since he played your part. No. No, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I told you, man. Travis is a, a whole new person. Travis D, whole new person. I'm going to be more optimistic and more upbeat, and I'm not going to take my my frustrations of Pac-Man out on Pac-Man. Just no, I just won't do it. I just, uh, I feel like, I feel like I need to better myself as a person. Especially considering that if September 30th doesn't go right, uh, who knows if I'll even have an existence after that. Oh, are you talking about a certain matchup that's taking place that you are part of the stipulation? Yeah. I understand. I am. Yeah. And uh, I figure, you know, I got, uh, what, 12 days to be a better person, get right with the Lord, and uh, I'm going to take that opportunity. And uh, so for my first official act of being a kind travesty. Pac-Man, I hope you feel better. I know you're out sick. Hope uh, for a speedy recovery and, uh, and, uh, and, and good health come forward. Um, Pac-Man is not here. You guys did cover for me last week, which is weird because of the time that I've been gone, it seems a lot longer than just a week ago. Like, a lot weird. has happened. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, like, I, sometimes me and Joe go a week without doing this freaking show, and it just seems like a week, but for some reason, when I don't do JFW, it feels like I've been gone for, like, two weeks, and I guess in a sense, like, it kind of, in a way, has been two weeks since I recorded a show, but it seems a lot longer than what it's supposed to have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I did listen to the show you guys did. Uh, fantastic job. Uh, even though apparently Travis P is a thing. <laughs> I'm assuming that's going to live and die with the end of that episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you're, you're out of a job at Rocket Pro, man. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. That's unfortunate. I um I have a lot of respect for Damian Saint and what he does, but what he did to you, I uh I can't agree with, man. That's uh that's messed up. I mean, how do you go from winning your match, retaining your championship, to fired and all in one about five minutes? It's yeah. crazy. And what what exactly did happen? <clears throat> like, okay, so so you won the triple threat match. You won the you won the uh, the matchup. 
and then he just comes out and what what happened with your belt? So supposedly there was some kind of paperwork that needed to be done and I guess it might be I don't know if it's monthly or year or seasonly, whatever, but he forgot to do it and if he were to continue with the belt there would be some kind of fines against the company or something. I don't know. And besides, I think he's full of shit. <laughs> so there's that. Um, I mean, if you think about it, I was the one that brought the title to mm-hmm. Rocket Pro. I was there for the paperwork. So I know he's full of crap. I think what it is, he's just pissed because I beat his guy. Fair and square. No no shenanigans. Even though it was a triple threat match, so anything could have happened. I mean, maybe he didn't like the fact that I pulled uh, his boy under the ring and beat him up there, but that's fine. So, um, after he had his uh, secretary, whatever, Davidson Sarai, take the snatched the belt out of my hands. I then got mad and grabbed the mic from him and I told him that I was there for the original contract signing and then I called him an asshole. And then not even a second later, I get hit with the belt and then everyone else is beating up on me. Don't you get fired? So he, uh, Damien Saint, after I got beat down, put me in a crossface with his cane, mm-hmm. by the way. And I, I did see the pictures of that, yep. And then had Davison Sarai hold the microphone to him, and he said, best of luck of you and your future endeavors. So, I was fired. It's, um... That's... I don't want to use a, I don't want to use a harsh word. I'm gonna do it on your behalf. I think uh, that's kind of despicable. Yeah. And is that, how is it that uh, he has the authority to fire you, and nobody has any say in in anything different? Shelley's, Chet, Melvin could overturn that. See, that's the thing, like. Mm-hmm. That- that bothers me the most. I mean, yeah, firing, get, getting fired sucks. Yeah. You know, you don't want that to happen, especially when it was a wrongful termination. Mm-hmm. And I was assaulted by the boss. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, um, the owners did nothing. They stood by and let it happen. That's another thing that, like, bugs me. So it's like, yeah. Steve, come and save Steve, Steve couldn't. He, he couldn't get out from behind the commentating table. Really? I, I'm i not going to, you know, I'm not even going to do what he does to me. Yeah, there's, there's, no, so. there's, no, there's absolutely no reason to put any kind of blame on Steve, and I'm not trying to do that. Um, I just remember hearing all the talks about Steve saying, like, he's always there for his friends. He's always there to stand up for them when they can't stand up for themselves. And I, I remember, I remember, you know, back last season, when Shelly was in the ring, about to get beat up and everything, and Steve went to her aid, I, I just, I guess I just assumed that 
he would have done the same thing for you. And, you know, maybe he couldn't. And, uh, you know, I will, I will believe in that, uh, cause I know, I'm sure if he could, he would. Uh, it is kind of convenient that, um, Hot Rod Daddy Andy wasn't even on the card. So he couldn't be there to save me, cause I know he would have. Yeah. But LA, nobody from the LIM came, came and saved you. That's unfortunate. Well, <laughs> they're not, you know, wrestlers and all that, so I don't expect them to jump the barricade and Well Hot Rod was help. Hot Rod's an LA member and a wrestler. Steve Red yeah. Steve Red's an LA member and a wrestler. Yeah, and Steve he Red was, was on commentary. One. He was on commentary. Yes, he was. Yes. It's unfortunate that they that they didn't have the opportunity to help you. I'm not saying it's on them for not stepping up. Uh I'm sure there was a valid reason why they could not help you at that point and be in the new, you know, optimistic person I am, I'm sure something prevented them from getting involved in that, which is unfortunate. It sucks that uh, you don't have a job, but it sounds like there's something somebody could do. If only you were nicer to Freiburg or Schultz or any lawyer in the business who probably could help you with this case. Well, I doubt Schultz. I doubt Schultz will since he was one of the ones that beat me down. That's true. That's true. He and, is the personal uh, lawyer for Damian Saint. Yeah, and with Schultz and Freiburg, kind of, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, pretty screwed. I'm sorry to hear that, man. But luckily, outside of Rocket Pro Wrestling, you still got opportunities at Crash Tested, uh, Crash Tested Wrestling. Yep. I, IPW, SCW. So. It is unfortunate, especially for the fans, and I can be able to see the Amazing Turtle. And uh, unfortunate for Bill Shelley, who uh, won't be able to do your uh, your intro that apparently he loves so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, of all people, I thought maybe he would be the one to stop it, considering he he says I'm his favorite entrant. So, yeah. but that's fine. I understand their hands are tied in most places, and that's cool. I I can sit here and say that I sh- my friends could have helped me, but I shouldn't have been in that position anyway. Exactly. It's all Damian Saint uh, abusing his power and being mm-hmm. an asshole. Well, I guess I guess if there's one silver lining you could look at it, um, which I mean I don't want to use that term because the last time that term was used on this show, uh, you were yelled at on the Power Hour about using it. Uh, but Silver Lining is, is as far as I can tell from the season finale, <clears throat> Damian Saint only has one year left of his contract at Rocket Pro as general manager. So, who knows? Maybe they don't re-sign him for another GM contract. Maybe the next guy who comes in to replace him is uh, smart enough to uh, hire you back. Only time will tell. Yeah. But you guys did enough talking about Rocket Pro last week. Crushed it. Great job. Um, Power Hour covered uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling, all that stuff, so we don't got to worry about that. We got focused on everything that happened this past weekend and everything that's coming up this weekend. So we got to talk about uh, what happened this past weekend, uh, Chicago-style wrestling and uh, uh, the, uh, Destination Defiant. 6. Yeah. yeah, or Destination 6. Yeah, we don't we, we don't talk about Defiant over here. No. Um, no. <laughs> no, we do not. Uh, by the way, uh, yeah. 
I didn't want to interrupt you before, but uh, when you hit the record button, yeah. uh, your camera went away. Is it not on right now? No. It's weird. Had this, I, problem with, had this a problem with Pac-Man last week. I know, and here's the weird thing. So, I just see me. Yeah. And when I was doing the editing and you guys were talking about you not being able to see him, I also saw him. That is crazy. Yeah, so, let's go. I don't know. I mean, what did he do? Just do this or some shit? Yeah, you just did that. Am I here now? You're here. Yeah, cool. Working on the fly. <laughs> uh, so we got Chicago Style and Destination 6 results from this past weekend. And then yep. what's weird is I know we got Crash Test Wrestling this weekend. Is that correct? This upcoming yep. weekend? And then IPW, which is weird because it seems like IPW is a lot sooner in the month than it usually is. Um, but, again, my whole... Way it fell because next that Sunday, following Sunday is already October. Yeah, that's so. that's true. So let's dive into some results, some match cards, and everything. We'll run uh, through uh, some of our opinions and feedback on it. Also, we'll talk about people who are not realizing people are dead. Um, <laughs> before we dive into any of that, I do got to remind you all that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to cartercomics.com, check out their amazing store, fill your card up with all their products. Use discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire purchase. Not just at their website, but their four different eBay accounts that they run. Links to all those can be found on the homepage of cartercomics.com. Our discount code FREAKNET will save you 10% on any purchase at those eBay accounts as well. Again, CarterComics.com is a one-stop shop for all graded and raw comics. <sighs> um, One more somber thing I want to talk about before we dive into it, and I, I, want, I do remember mentioning this on Facebook that I wanted to do uh, next time I was on here. I mean, I was talking about the passing of uh, Tim the Crusher Lyle. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to get some uh, <clears throat> messages and stuff from people, and I didn't, uh, which is fine. A lot of people posted about the passing of Tim on social media. They made a bunch of posts about it, which are awesome. So uh, I'm okay with not getting any type of recordings and stuff like that. But I just wanted to go on here as an additional um, response to the video I put onto our Facebook page and just tell everyone that I do um, thank Tim Lyle for a lot of the opportunities that me and Dizzle J were able to get when Just Freak Wrestling started out. Um, like I said, uh, in the video, I said he was one of two companies that actually gave us an opportunity to do something, Southland Championship Wrestling being one of them, and then uh, Tim Lyle out in Powerhouse Wrestling uh, when they ran in Pontiac before I think they sold uh, to somebody else and uh, the company moved more west, I believe. Um, Tim was an awesome dude, and for anyone who out there who had an opportunity to work with him, uh, hopefully you guys uh, feel the same way I do. Uh, he was a great guy, awesome to work with, great to talk with. Um, I um, I don't think I posted it, but I think I will. Um, one of my very first interviews I did with SCW, or with uh, JFW, even before SCW was doing the powerhouse stuff. 
and we're able to sit down and talk with some powerhouse wrestlers. And Tim was one of the guys that we got to sit down with. So there's about a five minute interview, uh, a snippet of, uh, some interviews that we did with him that I'm going to post up on uh, social media so people get, uh, just kind of hear, uh, me talk to, uh, with him about the business and everything. So, uh, again, uh, Tim, uh, the crusher Lyle, he uh, did unfortunately pass away. And I thank him uh, on behalf of JFW and on behalf of Dizzle J. I actually think Dizzle J said he might make a video for him uh, as well. Uh, just thanks. Uh, I don't know where we'd be without the help of a lot of the companies that worked with us in the very beginning. Um, which I'm appreciative of all the companies that work with us now. But I think when you start out and you're fresh and new and everything, I think those are the companies that you appreciate the most because they gave you the opportunity where other companies didn't really want to give us the time of day. So, uh, Tim, rest in peace and thank you for, uh, for giving us a shot and no, make, pretty much making Travesty who he is today. So, uh, nobody, you never met Tim. Did you know Tim Lyle at all? You ever come across him? Um, I didn't know him personally. If I may have talked to him in the past, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Um, it's hard to put like names, faces anymore. So I may have came across him, but it's been a long time. So yeah, I mean, the last time I spoke to him was when we were doing uh, powerhouse stuff back in 2017. He did ask me to uh, ring announce for him at their. I want to say it was probably their December 17th show, but uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to make it. But that would have been pretty cool to do. But, um, cool. Let's talk about uh, some results and everything. Uh, I guess we can start with Chicago Land. I don't know. I mean, you got you got a lot to talk. So, I'm so excited to listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me as I'm Pac-Man, which, hey, man, hope you feel better. Yeah. Good job, Pac-Man. Wait, uh, wait, uh, help me out. <laughs> He did give you the notes. He did. That's, so that's why I'm thinking. He, he is. I, I appreciate the 50% he was willing to give us while he is sickly at home recovering from whatever he's got. Uh, probably the get, same thing everyone else has lately. Uh, yeah, get him, well soon, buddy. Him and Damien Sane have been sick lately. Yeah. Plus, uh, didn't uh, uh, Gabagool? He was sick like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he couldn't make it to the Rocket Pro. So yeah, so which is unfortunate. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, uh, anyone who's sick starts feeling better, especially uh, my good friend Pac Man. Chicago All style right. wrestling happened this past Friday, man. And uh, who was uh, who was the guest? Uh Colt Cabana. Man. Boom boom. Yeah, explain that. What's the boom boom have to do with anything? So the boom boom is actually part of his uh ring entrance. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's in the song, I guess. Okay. I think. Like Colca Ban, uh Boom Boom something. I try to memorize it, but didn't work out too well. <laughs> That's fine. Cool. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about the results, man. How was uh, this was no this was the first maybe even the second. This probably was this the first or second show they put on since Steve got uh got relieved of his duties. This will be second. It'll be the second, second match. Yeah, second show without or se- second show I should say with T J Steele in charge. 
Okay, so we'll start there. How did you feel this show went with TJ Steele in charge compared to Steve? Uh, well, TJ Steele is uh, no different than any other GM at this point. Uh, another Damian Saint, if you will, mm. uh, playing favoritism, uh, making weird decisions. Some are good. Some are just uh, outrageously unacceptable. And and you'll understand when I get to the end on why I'm comparing him to Damian Saint. Is it weird? And I don't want to throw accusations out there. But across the companies that have sinister-type general managers... Schultz seems to be working for those companies. What's funny is both times that certain things have happened, Eric Schultz mm-hmm. has been around. He is part of the problem. Yeah. Is it like is, is he potentially a bad disease for the company where he just shows up and they naturally have a bad guy general manager? It's crazy because it's um, true. The only next, other my next buddy. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> the only difference right now mm-hmm. is Crash Tested Wrestling is the exception because he the uh, he might be part of High Society, yeah. And and that's when Cameron was the one who beat Steve. Let me say again, Cameron is not the general manager. That's the only exception, but still, two times, mm-hmm. uh, Schultz was part of the problem where Steve was essentially yeah. no longer GM, and then he was there for when I got fired and beat down. He put his boots on uh, into me, so, yeah, so Eric Schultz is the common denominator right here, I mean, but uh, it will definitely come into play at the end of the show, so awesome. Perfect, cool. Let's talk about some of the uh, some of the match card here. Who do we got result wise? All right, so um, Chris Miller defeated Joey Mayberry. Um, there was a video package via Doom Montgomery. Um, pretty much, it was a distraction. He baited Joey Mayberry because. Um, Last month after CSW, Joey, um, Do Montgomery kidnapped, uh, Joey Mayberry's, uh, best friend, Jillian. So he, uh, they played a video of Doom, uh, with Jillian, you know, tied up and pretty much, you know, like he's a psycho. Yeah. And that distracted Joey and that allowed Chris Miller to get the, Pedigree on Joey and got the win. Now Miller's another general manager. What company is he GM of? Uh, Northland. Does Schultz wrestle there? Yes. There we go. But they're they have completely opposite personalities. Oh, perfect. Northland. Northland's like another galaxy when it comes to certain things. Imagine, hey, man. Denominator is a denominator. <laughs> Different yeah. galaxies. Fuck. <laughs> fucking. Um, what's that fucking called? The uh, God. Uh, 
What's that fucking uh, Marvel thing called? The multiverse. There you go. Yeah, it, it's definitely a multiverse. <laughs> um, uh, TJ Steele then came out after the match and announced that that match between Chris Miller and Joey was for uh, to qualify into the Ring of Destiny. So Chris Miller is now in the Ring of Destiny match. Was that announced before the match? Like, was that no. ever mentioned? Wow, that's no. Kind of, uh, that's kind of so, Yeah, so there we go. Do you think you would have made that announcement if Miller lost? No. No. But that's just my opinion. And oh, no, it's, it's no, just no just to say opinion. about opinions. Listen, I, the one thing I can say is here at JFW, we do have to do our part in just stating that these are opinions and views and not facts. It's just our perspectives on the business. We don't want to, we don't want people coming back to us and accusing us of, you know, throwing out false accusations that would, you know, um, you know, defame people or whatever the hell it's called. You know, we, yeah, there's just perspectives on what we think could be true. Well, because I work for these other companies, I'll be the one that gets shit. But hey, I'm used, I'm used to it. It's all good. That's true. What, I mean, what are they going to do? Not listen to the show they already don't listen to? Fuck them. Or they might fire me. Right. Well, yeah, wait, I got to do something else now, don't I? I can't I can't tell people to fuck themselves anymore. No. What the hell? I know. What, what did I say I was going to do? You keep going. I'm gonna, I want to look up what my response was supposed to be now. <laughs> All, All right. right. Um. So the next match, uh, it was Quintero defeating Haiti X. <clears throat> 80s X1X, Cypher, Joey Avalon, and J.J. Garrett. And we had a tag team battle royal. And it was for number one contendership for the CSW Tag Team Championships. And the participants were Marco, Anthony, and Sean Mulligan. Former champs Big Mood, uh, Solomon Tupu, and Jay Marston. Cody James and Moondog Murray. The Bayou Bandits, and then TJ Steele introduced a new tag team called the Dubious Brothers. Now, for this particular battle royal, both members of the team have to be eliminated. So, for example, Marco and Mulligan. If Marco were to get eliminated, Mulligan's still in the matchup. But it came down to the Dubious Brothers. And Mattel Valentine. And when it looked like Mattel was about to be eliminated, he got out of it. And Mattel Valentine exposed who the Dubious Brothers were. It turns out the Dubious Brothers, who were all in black, straight from head to toe, it was Jax Johnson and Ryan Matthews. So they try to pull a fast one. But... Uh, Mateo Valentine threw them both over the top, and Big Mood get another shot at the tag team title. So TJ Steele's plan did not work out too well in this matchup. And for the Metro Division title, it was the Iniestra retaining the championship over Adam Stallion and Shane Boucher. Steve Boz defeated Eric Schultz, so a ba- another bad moment for TJ Steele and company. 
Then Sierra, CSW Women's Champion, defeated Missa Kate by disqualification. Yeah, and that was Missa Kate was the one that returned after a long time. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. And and I'm sorry. And it was Sierra won by disqualification. Yes. Damn. So I still have yet to see the footage, but I was the referee. Sierra went to grab the, the chair, and I stopped her. Then I went to throw the chair away, and then when I turned around, I see Miss Kate with the championship and Sierra on the ground. I made the decision to disqualify Miss Kate because she had the the prop, the, the belt, foreign object, whatever we call them, and Sierra was not was down. I heard a thud, and I made the decision. I'm being told that it didn't, it didn't happen that way. Um, someone's trying to say or start a trend now called Turtle Screwjob. <clears throat> My it was sound was sounding like is uh you got Eddie Guerrero. It's unfortunate, but it may be a possibility. Yep, the thing is you can only call what you see. Yeah, I mean in one way I should know better because yeah. it's Sierra and I'm a wrestler, but at the same time I call what I see down the middle. I'm yeah. still a referee in CSW for now, and um, I got to do what I got to do, and it's unfortunate that I disqualified Miss Kate in her first title match back. It's up to TJ Steele and company to uh, figure that out now. Yeah. If they want to re- reverse a decision or do a rematch, that's up to them. I called it, and now I got to leave it, and I still have yet to see the footage, so I don't know. It could be the fans just making up stories. They tend to do that sometimes. Oh, trust me, dude. Based on uh, a lot of the fucking wrestling fans that uh, I have seen lately, yeah, more things are more uh, made up more than anything else. <clears throat> they want they want their favorite to win. I understand. Mm-hmm. I get it. I've been there. Yeah. There's well, people I mean, that want me to win, and shit happens. Yeah. I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Is you probably could maintain your friendship status on Facebook better if you weren't out there spewing bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, by the and way, that. if you don't listen to JFW, I'll accept that it's a possibility if you have yet to listen to the show. But if you have listened to the show and chose not to listen, that's okay. That's a new, that's a new, that's a new, that's a new t-shirt coming. <laughs> Were you going to say <sighs> something about uh, Facebook statuses? Or status uh, Yeah. Yeah, I... I was going to say, uh, picking up what you're putting down, right. you know, what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And same person starting to say other stupid shit, but that's okay. I'm, I can't wait to be unfriended from somebody so I can bitch about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Cole Cabana defeated Doom Montgomery. Uh, after the match, Joey Mayberry got his revenge. Uh, hit him with... um. 
what seems to be an electric bat. He hit him and it, or what do you call those, uh, exploding bat? Oh. It was exploding bat electric. What the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like, like, did somebody take a cattle prod and just modify it into like a billy club or some shit? It could, it, you never know. Not, we'll probably give someone an idea now. Right. Yeah, it's gonna pop up now. You're welcome, Chris Miller. He seems yeah. like a kind of lunatic that creates something like that. Yeah, he is. Does he listen to the show? No. Well, I accept the fact that maybe he hasn't had an opportunity to listen to it. And if he has and chose not to listen, that's okay. That's weird. Um, right? So, it's, long, so it's, yeah. longer, it's longer than two words. Yeah. It's three. So, yeah. Uh, Joey Mayberry got his little revenge on him. And then Cole Gabbana told him, uh, told Joey Mayberry to go beat his ass next month. So he got reassurance from Cole Cabana. Cole's gotta be um his his um fan reaction has to be like pretty big compared to most of their uh guests just because he's a Chicago guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, I mean what's uh, what's Cole doing? He's mostly on NWA now, right? Uh AEW. Is he on AEW still? He's still, still? He's, he's still at uh, AEW. I mean, he might, I don't know if he might still be doing NWA from here, like, once in a while, but I know he's been in uh, AEW recently, so. Okay. I haven't really heard much about him, because I don't watch a lot of AEW, but, cool. Okay. Um, we have a new number one contender for the Women's Championship, and it's Shelly, the bombshell, bombshell, the bombshell. Benson, <clears throat> losing my mind here. Okay, there, Pac-Man. No. See what I, I did there? My, I miss, I miss Pac-Man. <laughs> you okay, there, Pac-Man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who did uh, who she uh, be to uh, become a more contender? Uh, Amina Belmont, Maggie Lee, and Heather Reckless. Oh, uh, before the yeah, awesome. before, before it, the match. Yeah. On, no, go ahead. Is it a, was it elimination or first fall? First fall. Oh, yeah, that's more impressive. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, before the match, though, um, yeah. Chris Miller came out. After he raided my gear bag and took a rep shirt, um, went out there and, you know, belittled the women, as usual, and said he's going to show what a real rep looks like. How a real man reps. But then he got his ass beat again by the women. Uh, he hasn't learned his lesson in the last two months. When is he ever? That's fantastic. Well, then, so well, he, congratulations to Shelly for winning. That's fantastic. Good for her. Yeah. Um, after the match, um, Vic Capri, Moondog Murray, and Lee Metallic Came out and to help, you know, celebrate with Shelly. But then, um, it ended up being a celebration for Vic Capri, uh, you know, being in 25 years or so in the business. They brought out a picture of him, you know, uh, in a frame. Only for Hades X1X to come out, grab the picture frame and hit Moondog Murray with it and then ran out the building. Hades hit Moondog with a picture of Vic Capri. 
Yes. I thought Hades 19 was gone. No. He's yeah. still Hades. Still Hades uh, 19. X1, whatever, whatever you want to, uh, X119, whatever you want to call it. We'll, we'll combine them both. There you Pop go. <laughs> so, um, at that point, Moondog, uh, was knocked out. It held him to the back. Then, the main event, it was Conan Lycan defeating Marche Rocket to retain the CSW championship. There's a no DQ match. Okay. There were chairs, tape, doors, lots of wood, lots of chairs, and a ref bump or two. Who main evented, um, who, who refed the main event? I was the official, official. Gotcha. I got knocked out first. I was trying to get out of the way, but ended up getting in the way. How that worked, I'll never know. <laughs> and then I was out for a bit. Um, my mm-hmm. ribs, I got hit in the ribs and my arm at the same time. So you can imagine that pain. And then uh, Marche Rocket was trying to, you know, get me over there, but I just couldn't get enough energy to go. So Kevin Woods, the other referee, I'm calling him senior official. He doesn't like that, but I'm passing the torch. He will. Um, he came out, went for the cover, but then hate keepers came out, pulled him out, and punched him in the face. I guess no disqualification, but it's still kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah. No respect for the referees. But then, um, as shit happened, more interference was happening. I was coming to. Eventually, Conan Lycan got the win on Marshall. Uh, there was going to be a sign of respect between the two, but the hate keepers got in the middle of it, didn't allow it to happen. It seems like Conan Lycan is trying to turn over a new leaf. He wants to win on his own. I mean, I get it. He's a young, talented champion, and he wants to prove himself. He's got a lot to prove. Yeah, but seems like the hate keepers won't allow him to do that, though. Nope. They want to be shady as usual. And then after the sh- uh, all the matches happened, uh, TJ Steele uh, at, came out as Steve was giving the goodbye, you know, saying goodbye to the crowd. Um, TJ went on talk, and then uh, TJ called out Moondog Murray. Wanted to talk about what happened previously with, you know, Hades. And um, asked the crowd what it, something about if Moondog get revengers. I, I can't remember. I was away at the yeah. time. Um but ended up being TJ firing Moondog. So again, I For say what? Cause TJ can do what he wants, right? Yeah, but I mean you like get beat up and you get fired. Moondog wants revenge. But oh, he fuck. gets fired. He was the one that was assaulted. And TJ Steele just fires Moondog. It, it's crazy. Like, I don't know what, what these GMs are, they're entitled to. Yeah. They're power trips, man. It, it's, they're just fucking power trips. I don't know. 
<clears throat> I don't know TJ Steele. I've never seen him wrestle. I don't know much about his history. I know a little bit about Damien enough to know what kind of person he is. And there's certain lines that you just don't cross if you want to be respected by the entire locker room. Mm-hmm. And what Damien Saint did to you a couple weeks ago, and obviously what happened to Moondog this past weekend, um, it's, things like that is what really makes people start questioning your leadership. Uh, honestly, um, to be completely honest, to be completely candid, I guess, whatever the hell the word is, I think what Terry's doing at WrestleTopia isn't a smart move either. You know? He puts himself into a, uh, into a match against the SCW Heavyweight Champion because of some personal issues. I mean, uh, I mean, if there's personal issues, I guess settle it. But I guess I don't. I don't consider Terry like actually, you know, causing his own issues. And he, and in a way, he's been fair. Yeah, he's not playing favorites, but TJ is, and Damian Saint is, and it's not like Terry's going around firing people at will. I mean, if he could, he probably would have fired me a long time ago. No, and you're right. He's not. He's not firing people out of pettiness and everything. But he's using his his power that he has as president of SCW to create a match that puts him into it. It just it just doesn't seem like the right move. I mean, granted, I kind of did the same thing when I came to the stipulation, but it's not like I'm over here giving myself title opportunities and shit like that. You know, there's there's power trips that people are are on right now. I mean, we saw it over at IPW over the last couple of months with you know Damian Gray and the workhorses. You know, they just they just you know you get a little bit of power and they go nuts. You know, old Travis Steele's the same way. Not new Travis Steele though. I don't, old, life. I don't think old Travis T has been on a power trip either though. He just he throws a lot of yeah he throws, was it unapologetically honest yeah but uh let's see uh TJ forced uh Steve to make the announcement for next show our two special guests are Gangrel and NWA's Mecha Wolf oh nice and Gangrel's perfect for her uh, the Halloween season that's that's incredible what's crazy it's on Friday the thirteenth oh dang. Friday the 13th is definitely a weird fucking day, whether it's in October or any other month. Oh, there's some spooky shit that happens on that day. Yep. Here's a fun fact. The last CSW show that took place before the pandemic was on Friday the 13th. Oh, awesome. Here it comes again. That was also also my... That was my birthday, too. Oh. Crazy. I just think I throw that out. Well, thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing, Nubby. I appreciate that. I, I'm all about the fun facts. Yeah. Even though it was there, bad times. Yeah. We got, um, this is your second to last, uh, ref, uh, show for CSW, right? Because they don't do a December show. Right. November will be the last one. 
And the thing is, I haven't really put it out there, like, publicly yet. Because Mm -hmm. I know a lot of my, you know, friends on Facebook don't listen to the show, which they should be, but... I mean, if they Listen, don't, it is what if it you're is, not right? if you're not listening to JFW, there's there's a possibility you just haven't had the opportunity to do so yet. But if you have and you decide not to listen anyways, that's okay. It is what it is. Yeah. But I haven't. Yeah, but I haven't made that public yet. But I don't know if I will. I don't. Know. I'm gonna keep. I'm I gonna keep talking about it. I mean, we can on here. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is with that. Yeah. All right. Destination six. Opportunity is knocking happened. This is usually Pac-Man's segment. I don't know how to do his voice, so Ow. I'm just going to pretend this is Turtle Indie Talk. Tit. Bring him back the tits. But really, Pac-Man brought the tits. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's probably gonna laugh his ass off on that one. He's probably gonna post that part of it too. All right. No so, Blair Onyx defeated Ashlyn Alexander. Dylan the villain defeated Anakin. Those damn coyotes defeated Snooty and the Beast. Snooty and the Beast. That's a good name. The tail Solomon, of his time. Uh-huh. Solomon Tupu defeated Noah Vale. Christian Rose defeated Jay Marston to become number one contender for the Ultra, Ultra Gen 6 title. So it'll be Ro- Christian Rose versus Mi- uh, Mickey Midas, who is the champion. Um, in the very new future, <clears throat> near future. Then it was uh, for number one contendership for the uh, D6 championship. Uh, ended up being a no contest between Infinite TIM versus Hunter Hulkraft. Uh, Tupu interfered in the match and it caused a no contest. So we do not have a number one contender at this time. For the D, uh, D6 title. And that is Destination 6. Opportunity is knocking. Did uh, Pac-Man happen to get the date of the next show? No, he did not. <clears throat> uh, that's unfortunate. I'm sure he would have if he wasn't feeling ill, so buddy, hopefully you feel better. Um, we'll see you here next week. Hmm. All right. So... <clears throat> I'm going to the upcoming weekend. Yeah, we got what? You got a you got a busy weekend to have you, man. I do. I have uh, two shows this weekend. Yeah. We have Crash Tested Wrestling Aftermath this Saturday, September 23rd. Takes place at the Dean and Barbara White Community Center, 6600 Broadway in Merrillville, Indiana. Doors open at 5 p.m. Bell time is 6 p.m. General mission tickets are $15. Kids, if you're 10 and under, you're only $10. There you go. And you, you can get them in advance at Eventbrite. The link on the Facebook page. Crash Tested Wrestling Chapter 2 is the link. Or 
is the Facebook page. All right. Match. Matches. We got some matches. Yeah, real quick. Steve's still part of Crash Tested, right? He's just a commentator? Uh, commentator, maybe other things, but he is no longer general manager. But he will be in the house. Well, I know he has, um, you know, even though he's not general manager, he still has a pretty strong relationship with, uh, what's the owner's name? Jed Williamson. There you go. Thank you. Good old JJ. Um, for, uh, chasing the Destiny title, it is Jay Thunder, the champion, taking on Eric Schultz. I'm sure he'll be there <laughs> with Cameron Wayne. <laughs> Wait, so do they have an official general manager right now, or is that still? It, it's, uh, right now, Jed is running the show on his own. Well, why don't they Which make you GM? You got some free time now. I'm wrestling, so. I mean, you can do both. Would that be conflict of interest? I mean, it just depends on how you book the shows, but I wouldn't think so. You don't seem like a conflict of interest kind of guy. I don't no. remember you. I don't remember you ever putting your needs before others, man. No, but there could be a time where if I lose a match, I might get mad and might reverse the decision just because I'm petty. Sometimes I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's better that. It, it's <laughs> better to say. Like, no, read the mulligan. Let's try this over. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing out fucking mulligans, and I'm not talking Sean. Yeah, I see what you did there. Uh, speaking of myself, myself, the Amazing Turtle, will be taking on a big man named Jared Estrada. This is your first time going up against him? Uh, we tussled a little bit in the um, Heaven Through Hell match. Mm. Gotcha. But this will be our first singles match against each other. Um. So this should be interesting. He's a big who, man. Who did you wrestle last month? Or not last month, but last Crash Tested show. Muggsy James. That's right. And he cheated. Yeah. They are they are throwing you some challenges, man, which is impressive, you know? Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I'm, up, I'm up for a good challenge, I mean. Fuck yeah, dude. I've seen you, I see you go against some tough motherfuckers, man. I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch the uh, Triple Threat at Rocket Pro, man, but, I mean, you, you beat two people. Regardless of the outcome, you still beat two people. I one did. of those, I believe, one of those guys. Didn't he beat Christian Rose the month before, or the uh, the previous show, the season finale? I believe he, he has. It was a disqualification, but technically, so you beat a guy who has a win over Christian Rose. I beat a guy who is a tag team partner with Aaron Xavier. At Dreamwave. That's true. I kicked the shit out of them. I seriously kicked them. There might have been shit that came out of them, but. <laughs> well, you gotta be careful. You, can't, you know, you don't want, um, you don't want, uh, Aaron Xavier hitting you with that rat slayer and shit for speaking poorly about his partner. True. I mean, he got me back. He did give me the whoopee cushion twice. <sighs> well, as long as it's all even, I guess we're good. But then we did work together a little bit. We uh, he 
got to do the shell shock, but then he need me in the face after that. <sighs> Funny story I got to tell you about that guy after the show, because that's uh, behind the scene, behind the scene stuff. I do but understand. I don't know if I, I may have posted it in the chat, but. And it's funny, you mentioned uh, my last match at a at crash test where I wrestled Muggsy James. Mm-hmm. Muggsy James is taking on Joseph Von Hager. Nice. Has, uh, has Muggsy always been a mainstay for crash tester? He's kind of new lately. He's new-ish. Yes. I think, like, before this, before the match with me, he was in um, the Heaven Through Hell match. Last year, okay, I believe. I believe. I believe that was the only time. Well, we'll probably be seeing more of him. I hope so. He's a good guy, good mm-hmm. good wrestler. Yeah, even though he cheated, but that's fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a not a fair guy. <laughs> no. Of all people to cheat, who would have thought the nephew of the straight up villain? Yeah. <laughs> a member of the family, but then again, the family cheats too. I mean, look, look what Ivan did to him. Yeah, rolled, rolled him up and pulled the tights. But that's fine. I guess they follow in the footsteps. That's cool. <laughs> um, Dazzling Donnie will be taking on Pierce, and I believe this is a rematch from last month. If I'm wrong, please correct me, Jed, because I know you listen to the show. He listens. He listens. Oh, well, thanks, Chad. Uh, in a tag team match, we got Shaq Jordan and D'Angelo Steele against the debuting No Coast. Is Joey Blues and Brian Grazer. What well, um side note, what is like going on with No Coast as a whole? Well, we thought they'd be more, you know, with them, you know, they're back together, whatnot, and they took out the other members of No Coast. You thought they would have been on the last um, show of that other company. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out, because, I mean, like, a lot of things were answered at this past Rocket Pro. But the season finale, we saw the two good guys, if you will, of No Coast, and in a split. But there's no answers to any of that. And nobody's talking about it. No. It's like it came and gone. Yeah. But and now hey. Damien, or not Damien, uh, Davidson Sarai, um, you know, graduated them, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. So is Santino making his way out to crash tested? I don't know. Hope not. Actually, no. In a way, I hope that way more uh, he can help, you know, with the admission, pay yeah. money towards the company. You know, we'll we'll take his in, money. We could bring the entire white girl wasted group, all one of them. Yeah. Which well, that's not going to help him in that fucking fan wars, man. If it's just one guy. Yeah. And all I am is not going to help him. How do I how do I get into that? Do I just gotta create a stupid team and post some shit on social media? 
Um, is that old Travis talking? I mean, it's just a logical question. Okay. I mean, I came up. I have I have my own fan group name already. I haven't mm-hmm. announced it. I made it official. I can announce it right now if you'd love to hear it. Sure. Travis Team. That's a, that's actually right? clever. Right? And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to get a bunch of people together who don't give a shit about the fan groups at uh, Rocket Pro and uh, and just, uh, just call ourselves the Travis team. Hmm. Yeah. That's not, that's not old Travis. Old Travis would have gone a lot harder on that. True. Yeah. I just, I just want to know, like, what do I need to do? In order to be nominated for a Nova Award, because I mean, like, I didn't get the, uh, I didn't get nominated for like the the Fresh Face whatever award, whatever the whatever they give to the newcomers. Yeah, Breakout Star. Maybe. I mean, I wasn't nominated for that, and I debuted last season. Hell, I'm in. I'm in their opener for this season. Now, I'm glad Bill Shelley was the one that talked about how he's the one that created the uh, the entrances. So now I know. Who to blame to get my name wrong on that? <laughs> Twice, but it's just like I mean, like you know, maybe I should have been the nominated uh, for a Nova Award. You know, I mean, Breakout Star. I mean, I did some you know pretty solid commentating on two different shows. By the way, I didn't have to cover for Steve, but what else? Is hmm. what it is. But yeah, yeah. Um, talk to Pac Man. He could probably get you in. No, I don't, I don't want to create a Rocket Pro fan group. I'm okay. Let the let the people who create their own little groups have their little fun. You know, it, it's good for the business. As long as they're enjoying it and setting ground rules on not being mean, I'm sure it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, I will say the, you know, the every everyone's got a right to have a group and stuff, but... Fabulous idolizers, you're wrong, but that's okay. Yeah, I just, I, I, I just, uh, positive. Good, Travis. Good. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed that, but this is harder than it looks. You're struggling, <laughs> I can see. It's difficult, because, like, in my mind, I'm like, there's things I want to say, but it's not, there's things I don't need to say. Mm. Well, I hope they have fun. I know many wars are successful when you agree with the other side. Hey, we're gonna go into battle, but uh, but but no hitting. It's genius. Don't cross the line. Yeah, yeah. You stay on your end. I'll stay over yeah. here, and then we'll find out who wins. We'll throw rocks at each other from afar. <laughs> yeah, they're like playing dodgeball without balls. <laughs> but it should be fun. Anyways, all right, fresh test. Speaking, speaking of fun, for the tag team titles, it's the Plague, Ace Bradley and BLW, the champions, against your favorite tag team, Bro Bros. Love the Bro Bros. Can't wait to get back down to SCW. This will be their debut. 
their debut in the crash tested. Oh, no shit. Sure. Title shot. So that's fair. Well, you know, I from from what I've seen through IPW, from what I've seen they've done when they debuted in SCW, and um, from what I've heard they've done at Wrestling League, I haven't been to a Wrestling League show yet. Uh, when you when you create the uh, resume they have, or you uh, you know put this aura around who you are when you walk into new companies, so that title shot seem to happen. More often for them. I mean, hell, I mean, they had a time opportunity when they first walked into SCW. Yeah, it's, I mean, they, they're solid. I know, I know their their direction in IPW is a little bit different now, um, which I'm still fine with. You know, they they gotta find themselves one way or another. I know Steve must not be too happy with them because I believe they were part of the group that jumped him and cost him his title. Yep. Um, but. I mean, you just gotta go out there and find yourselves. And I, hey, you know what? Good, good for Crash Test of Wrestling. You know, you know, because what, that was the second debut, right? There was another debut uh, happening. Uh, or did I, am I getting that confused or something? One of the previous matches I thought was a debut, wasn't there? Uh, Joseph Von Hager is a debut. Okay. And no, co- no coast. No coast. No coast. There we go. So, so look at that. Crash Test is uh, growing up their uh, tag division, which is awesome. With uh. With some younger guys and everything. This is going to be the weekend of tag teams, man. And I mean that with the IPW show we're going to talk about. Yeah. yeah. But we also got we got another tag match with some special stipulations. Because it's a tag team grudge match with number one contender stipula- stipulations. So it's Marche Rocket and Cody James taking on Miles Mercer of the ARC and Chris Miller of the highest society. Now, if either Marche, Chris Miller, or Miles Mercer get the pinfall in their match, one of them gets a number one contendership at Cody James, who is the champion. However, as champion, if Cody gets the pin, he gets to pick his opponent. That kind of puts it in a weird situation if Marche is going for a pin and Cody has the opportunity to break it up if he chooses not to want to wrestle Marche. Right. But they got to remember they're a tag team. Yeah. It's not Fatal 4-Way. This is an actual tag match. But, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like you break up the count of your own tag team partner to prevent yourself from having to wrestle your tag team partner next month. I know they're not like an official tag team, but it's just like a weird concept. Like, you know, obviously if he was to break up the other team, that just makes sense, you know, to pick up the win. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if Marche's going for that pin, do you sit there and like, oh, crap, I don't want to wrestle Marche Rocket. Let me break up the pin and, you know, take it for myself or something like that. That's a, it's a, it's an interesting concept. See, it can go with many ways, but if Cody were to actually, you know, stop the pin, um, cause he wants to, he wants to pick his opponent. I think, in a way, it's smart. Yeah, because him and Marche have many matches already, so they mm-hmm. know each other, and it would—I mean, it would make a great fucking matchup. I oh mean, yeah. What they do next, I don't know. What more can they do to each other? Yeah. So we don't know if it's a win-win or a lose-lose for Cody if if Marche won. But yeah. again, if Cody wins, if he gets the pin, and he picks his opponent. He'll want to pick someone easy. 
Oh, so if he wins, he could pick anyone even outside those three people. That is my understanding. Okay. I could be wrong. So, again, Jed, I know you listen to the show. Yeah. Um, Let me know if I'm wrong. Gotcha, yeah. Because in my mind, I was thinking he had to pick one of those three guys. But if he could pick fucking anybody, then, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, would want, I would want to be the one to pick up the win. But I think the big debacle will be Miles and Chris Miller because they're, they want to be number one contender. And keep in mind, Marche, Cody, who is current champion, and Miles have been champions already. Uh, Miller well, has not. Cody beat Miles for that title, right? Yes. Because it was a triple threat, right? Marche, Miles, and Cody, and Cody picked up the win? Yep. See, I remember shit. <laughs> Look at that. Look at me remembering. See, like, positive outlook, better memory. There you go. And also keep in mind, and I mean, I mentioned it, but it's ARC teaming up with High Society. At yeah. the beginning of this new crash tested, it was High Society versus the ARC, or, well, actually, it was ARC, uh, it was actually Soul Touchers against High Society. C, you know, C-Rad versus High Society. Well, C-Rad but, picked a, C-Rad picked ARC last time. Yeah, and now a, C-Rad's gonna be in the corner of ARC and High Society. Now, Cameron be out there. Will they be able to coexist out there? See, everything is not looking too good for them because they're going to want the titles. And you got two factions, so we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how much C-Red's involved in the match. Yeah. Yeah, I I know, and, and, you know, like nothing against C-Red. I know dude has a lot of respect for the business. I know he has a lot of respect for Marche Rocket. But C-Red always seemed like a businessman first kind of guy. Mm-hmm. What's best for business? What's best for the ARC? What's best for what's best for now, not what was best for then? You know, and you're right on. Soul Touchers were huge, but they're not a thing anymore. ARC is. ARC is a thing right now. So this focuses on what he has right now. And um uh oh my god, how did I just forget his name? Miles Mercer. Uh dude dude's fucking rising fast, man. Well you know, become well known in, you know, the area or this territory, however you want to call it or shit like that. Um, so I'm not gonna say that C Red's gonna have a lack of integrity and you know, get involved in the match, but I think he's gonna have a tremendous amount of responsibility to his business partner in a sense to make sure that Miles picks up that win. Right. And there could be some issues with if Cameron's out there. So mm-hmm. we'll see. This could lead to something or nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Hold on. Your response to that is, well, it could either come to something or nothing. Yes, that, that's exactly what's going to happen. There's right. no, There's no other choice other than, hey, something's going to come out of it. Or nothing. Exactly. I, I cannot be any more literal about yeah, it. Yeah, you you answered every op- every every option. Yeah, you just named it. Yes That's or right. no. Exactly. That's what I do best. Oh, I miss <laughs> you, buddy. Oh, I miss yeah. you so much. Hey, I gotta I gotta make up for lost time here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, there's Crisis Wrestling for uh, aftermath this Saturday, September twenty third. Dean Barbara Wright. Barbara White 
Community Center, 6600 Broadway in Maryville, Indiana. Doors open at 5 p.m. Bell time is 6 p.m. General mission, $15. Kids 10 and under, you are only $10. You can get it, uh, get the tickets at the Eventbrite link on the Facebook page. Press this at Wrestling Chapter 2. What was, the name of, what was the name of that place? Dean and Barbara White Community Center. There we go. Let's see how far it is. Maybe I don't think I got anything going on for Saturday. I may I may check out Crash Test the Wrestling Show. I think you should. It is only forty five minutes away. Hmm. That might be a strong maybe. I might go to that. Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Pac-Man, did you catch that? Oh, God. Hope you're feeling better, Pac-Man. Speed of recovery. You're in my prayers. Speaking of things. Speaking of things. Because I have no other way to go to it, so we'll go with that. IPW is Sunday, September 24th, at the VFW Post 311. 23341 Governor's Highway in Richland Park, Illinois. Doors open at 1 p.m. Bell time is 2 p.m. General mission tickets are 15. Kids again. If you're 10 or under, it's only $10. Mm-hmm. Our host for this show is lovely Miss Larkin. You know, and I'm, I'm happy, first off, excited to see her in person. I've since uh, I first saw her come across uh, social media, I was like, this is a really cool fucking person I want to get, like, booked into SCW. Um, and then when I saw that she was hosting IPW, I was like, "How? first of all, how the hell does that happen? Because in my history of being around IPW, there's every host that I have witnessed has some personal connection to IPW. Um. Right. Her, she probably, for me, the first host that doesn't have any, like, personal obligation or connection to IPW, I think that really has to do a lot with the last few hosts that they've had. I I agree, because we all saw, like, a lot of debacles, especially the recent one with, what's his name, as the host, um, things didn't go correctly. Yeah. I mean, even with the workhorses as bad as things were, because mm-hmm. it's just the workhorses or the jerk horses, they still kept it on a line, straight line-ish, with maybe a couple bumps. But the last guy, he lost complete control. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, so when you look at what, so Damien Satan was last. Yeah. Are you Voltamorting him, by the way? Is that what's going on? Uh-huh. All right, perfect. All right, well, I guess this is JFW. Are you Chris Benoit him? Is that what's going on? He who should not yeah. be named? We can say it. It's okay. It's wrestling. Yeah. We know the shitty things he did. I'm talking about the other guy, not Damien Saint. Um, yeah, so Damien Saint, and then before that was Workhorse, and before that was Damien Gray. Right. You know? So there were personal vendettas that were done through the last three shows of IPW. And then obviously, you know, there was us, which I think we I think we did pretty I think we were pretty professional. I think I think we we, we, this out. we yeah. were fair. We gave the workhorses a tag team title shot considering they lost in the tournament. We gave them another chance. Yeah. Out of the goodness of our heart, 
we did what we thought was right for the yeah. I'm excited to see lovely was it lovely Miss Lurkin? Yes. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I I don't like you saying that. I really should stop saying that. It's stupid to say. I'm not gonna lie. What the fuck. Um, her uh, Instagram post about when she was like, when I think of lovely and shit like that, in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gonna say L I M. She did it, but that's all I could think about. I was like, when I think of lovely, and then I also think of TikTok, like, if Pac-Man was to stitch anything, it was going to be this moment right now. Mm-hmm. Luckily, he nice. And don't no, you do it. Him, you, you just gave him an idea. Yeah. yeah. He's going to do it. And if he doesn't, he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't listen to the show, I'm just going to have to believe that you haven't had an opportunity to listen to the show. And if you haven't chosen to uh, listen anyways, that's okay. Um. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see unbiasedness uh, in IPW. So that's going to be exciting to see. It's going to be a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Plus, let's be honest, she's cute. She's yeah. probably she's probably the cutest host I've seen since me. And the knockouts were cute. Yeah, but they were before me. Before you, yes. Since, that's right. You just, since since, yeah. since us, yeah. yeah. Oh well, I guess uh, yeah, I guess I guess uh, the uh, the knockouts really had didn't have uh, they had, they're, they're kind of unbiased. They didn't have any personal gain from it. So very few and far in between do we have an unbiased, you know, non personal connection to IPW. But at the same time, I know nothing about Miss Larkin, so I don't know who she knows in the company that she's going to be maybe biased towards. But it seems like she uh, helped you and Steve out an awful lot. It seems like it. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. I mean, we're actually going to get to that off the bat. Oh, dear. Are you really trying to not main event yourself so much you're just going to first off every time now? Well, I actually, I went, um, you know, on the Facebook post, I went, I just went and copied it, and I went from the bottom up. Yeah, fuck that. No. We'll talk about you last. You, you burned that shit. You, yeah, you burned that shit, man. Fine. You know what? You know, we're going to start from the bottom up on my list. Fuck yeah. Main event Steve, right? Come on now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it for yeah. Steve. Yeah, we're, we're doing this for Steve. You're just you're just part of it now. Right. Yeah. He's the team uh, captain. So we'll right, yeah, that. I mean, come on now, man. He's the fucking Joey Roth champion because that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of champions, we have the league championship on the line. It is Damian Gray, the champion, taking on the number one contender, the true number one contender, C-Red. He is finally going to get his title shot. We still don't know what happened last time where he couldn't make it, wasn't there, we've not heard from him. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even talked about it, about what happened, if anything happened. Nothing was mentioned at the Dutch Baby um, thing we did last. So oh, I wouldn't know I wasn't invited. You weren't invited to that one? I wasn't invited to that one. It's okay, though. It's fine. I was okay with it. Oh, you would have... <laughs> you would have loved the aftermath. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was I was, a little bummed out. Like, when I first heard that it was happening, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you know, that's fine. You know, it's... 
you know, I was invited to one that you weren't invited to, and so for that, I can't be invited to all of them. I'm okay with that. But when I found out you guys went back to Looms, I was like, oh, well, that one hurts a little bit. But I was okay. I get it. I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, you guys, you guys, you know, you guys are able to do your own thing, and I'm sure it wasn't a big, you know, a big get together. It's probably only a, maybe a few of you. So about eleven. You had eleven people. About that, yeah. Can make it fucking and even twelve. Who who went? So there was Muggsy James. Oh, solid. You know, Hans, I was like, let's not do that because I don't want to put you in a weird situation where you don't get invited to another Dutch baby. Well, I already, no, I, I already know about the next one, but I don't think we oh, can so go. Yes. See, I, see I, I wouldn't. What, who, you and I can't go? Yeah. Well, I wasn't invited, so obviously. Well, well, I don't think either of us can go anyway because it's the same day as the SCW Roundtable live stream for WrestleTopia. Oh, that's probably how they planned it. Uh, but I was still invited. I mean, you can still go. You just have to, uh, you know. Mute myself. Or, you know, record while at the, uh, the Dutch baby thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, order the Dutch baby while live. I guess it's really going to come down to, you know, where Pac-Man feels he wants to be involved in JFW. Is he going to moderate the live stream or go to Dutch baby talk? Mm. I know, I know, I know where it's going to be Tuesday night though. Yeah. But funny thing was, uh, at the last one, we, Legit, almost had a booth named Sue come out. Why? That's a, that's another thing we uh, can talk about off the air. Yeah, we'll talk about it off the air. Like I said, I don't want I don't want to give too much of the behind the scenes of it out because you know I know the people who created like it to stay a little bit personal and stuff like that. But yeah, eleven people is an awful lot. But yeah, hey, as long as you guys have fun and I don't know, I know I know Rion and Steve are gonna listen to this and. Maybe I'll get a response on why I wasn't invited, but for you guys to know, I'm not upset that I wasn't invited. I'm okay that I wasn't. It's fine. I'm cool with it. It's not me, you know, jilting you in any way. I'm totally fine. The fact I was not invited. I'm totally okay with it. Not a big deal. But hey, I'm glad to see Red's going to get his title opportunity finally. Yes, we're supposed to get it last month. Uh, but something happened where he didn't have the opportunity. I thought he wasn't going to get it until November. So, you know, again, and now is going to be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I hope, hopefully you can walk away with it. But at the same time, seeing what we've seen over the last few months, he's going to have to watch out for the workhorses, you know, because now yeah. that's a group. And, um, but I mean, I guess he does have you and Steve and Rian to watch his back just in case some sh- chicanery or shenanigans or any other Steve word I could throw in there may, uh, may happen. But, We'll see. Uh, we'll see how much of a fighting champion Damian Gray really is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next, we got Quinn Wittick taking on Jr. Lims- Jr. Lindsay. Um. Yeah. That's yeah, his name he, this week. Yeah. What's yeah? They still got the zombie picture. Zombie picture and everything. Yeah. That's so, all. That, yeah. Was a Wrestle League showcase kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. It's a special attraction series. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, which is awesome. I mean, I mean, it's no secret that a lot of the IPW guys are wrestling guys that have come up together and everything. To, so for them to showcase their abilities between each other is incredible. You know, it, it 
when you when you know somebody well enough, you can you can put out a lot better matches because there's a trust there. Now, granted, you know you have to look at Jr.'s ego. And pretty see, big ego. Yeah, you know, and yes, it's okay if it's a special attraction match. You're going out there to showcase a pretty good match for you know the audience, but you know we know Lindsay doesn't go anywhere alone. He's gonna have his championship manager there, and uh, I don't. Quinn may have Kid Latin in his corner. I mean, I, people really need to have people watching their back nowadays, especially in these like you know these companies that you see people like Schultz and Workhorses and shit and yeah. the Idols, yeah. Uh, did they ever did they ever come up with a group name for Mike and Lindsay and the Bro Bros and all them? Do they have uh, a faction name? Not that I am aware. Oh, interesting. I mean, they could be the motivational bros, for all I know. Motiv, I don't know. Motiv, motivational. Motivational. There we go. Motivational. <laughs> and then because Lindsay's in it, they'll just change their name next month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in another special attraction series, we got a triple threat match as Jay Thunder takes on Shaq Jordan and TW3. Yeah, I I forgot to ask you, did Shaq Jordan really hit the lights at Rocket Pro? He did. So he moonsault so freaking high that his his feet hit the light. I can't wait to see the video of that because, I mean, obviously being at IPW, um, the ceilings aren't really that high up and obviously with the chandelier, it kind of prevents you from doing these, like, really high spots and stuff that like, people kind of, like, you know, look for in matches. So to see him, uh, I definitely want to see that. And you, uh, uh, he's actually wrestling crash tested, right? Yeah, so God, you'll see him twice this weekend. Yeah, there's no reason I gotta get out the crash test. I gotta check it out. And Rion, you know, Rion goes out to those two, right? Yeah, really, well, he I is. Mean, he's a senior official. At oh, okay. Test. Yeah, I really need to get out the crash test. I think I might do that Saturday. I don't think I have anything planned. I might do that. But Shaq Jordan, uh, same same statement I can make when I talked about Miles Mercer. He's a rising star and a becoming dude. You know, and when I first saw him. For the first time in IPW, I didn't, like, give him much thought. I'm just like, okay, he's generic, you know, create a wrestler B. But he's, he's proved me wrong. He's a solid fucking dude. Him, Quinn, Miles, uh, Muggsy are probably my four favorite rising guys right now outside of, you know, Southland Championship Wrestling. But that's a completely different comparison because, you know, I, I hold those guys in a high regard personally compared to the people I don't know, you know, like Quinn and them. So. Yeah. Uh, see that? That's called politicking. Politicking, mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the junior heavyweight title, it'll be EJ Swanson champion mm-hmm. against Kid Lat. Yeah. It's almost, this is kind of like a rematch, right? Because Kid Lat did beat him for that belt before he cashed in on him, right? Cash right. in to get the belt back, yeah. So I guess you could look at this as like, you know, part three if you want to, but uh we see Kid Lab beat him before. So I mean I wouldn't be surprised to beat him again. hmm I think uh this will be an upset victory too. I mean just like the last one, but this will be a real upset because now Kid uh EJ Swanson, I don't think he can cash in any more medallions, so yeah, yeah. The only thing that he has going for him right now is that the fact that he's been in the ring with him, 
at least twice, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. T Red partnered with Kid Lat uh, last a uh, couple months yeah. back, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, other than the fact that he he kind of is starting to learn Kid Lat's moves and stuff like that, it's like that's probably gonna give him a slight upper hand. But like I said, Lat has that victory over him. You know, that straight okay. up victory. So. And I think Kid Lat wants it more. So. Oh yeah. I mean, he's a young up and comer, and he's gonna want to make a name for himself. And I think this, if he can beat EJ Swanson on this event, take the belt. I think uh, it'll raise his stock a bit. Oh, hundred percent. And I think it's gonna uh, definitely put more people on notice that. Because I mean, n- nothing against the kid, no disrespect, but he's a small fucking kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you compare it to Rey Mysterio, not many people put a lot of stock in the smaller guys and stuff like that. But when you give them a reason to put, you know, notice and stock into you, that's when you change the game, and that's what he's gonna have to do. Yeah. You know, he's gonna have to if once he wins that first bout and you retain it and retain it, that's when people are gonna start taking you seriously and you know, you know, taking more notice. And hey, he's been trained by good. I Quinn's trained him, right? Yeah. One of the no, trainers, yeah. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad guy to learn from. So you know, former Rocket Pro champion. So why not? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wrestling champ, right? He's current wrestling champ. I believe he's still the wrestling champ, and he's a frontline champion. Yeah. So I mean, that's not a bad trainer to have. You know, that's that's you know, Shawn Michaels shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Dustin Rhodes shit, man. Yeah. 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 Hunter uh, Payne shit. I'll say it. Hunter Payne shit. Politicking. Steve Boz. I don't know who else trains around here. I don't know. Uh, Jimmy Blaze. Jimmy Blaze shit, man. Yeah, come on now. Uh, let's see. Oh, D'Angelo Steele um, has a second city title open challenge. So who's going to who's gonna accept yeah, this challenge? Is he going to pull double duty at IPW on Sunday? I mean, I could. Let me ask you, Nubby. Are you gonna? So is that title officially taken away from you, or can you like can you still defend it at IPW, the Chicago Land Championship? It, it was taken from me. I do not know where it ended up. That's a shame. I mean, yeah, I, and if, I I honestly thought he was gonna take it from me and just say, "Oh, here, Brian Matthews, it's your belt." But no, they took it and. While um, I was collecting myself, getting changed and everything, mm-hmm. I kind of was sneaking around, turtle-like, seeing if it was still around, and I could not find it. So. Gotcha. Well, when I get a JFW belt made, I'll let you wear that to the ring. I, I will. I hope so. I would have done it anyway. I would have done it anyway. I'll get it done in uh, turtle skin. Nice. <laughs> Right. It'd be like a rabbit wearing a fur coat. But yeah, I could challenge uh, D'Angelo Steele. Um, I still would like to punch him in the face um, for trying to step up to me that one day, but that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it could be anybody in this card. It could be someone not on the card. It could be someone new. Maybe lovely Miss Larkin will bring in somebody. Ooh, maybe it will be lovely Miss Larkin. Who knows? Right, right. It's that it's an open challenge to anybody, man. Right, anybody. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Even a paying fan like Travis T. 
I, I can do some shit. Get some practice in before September 30th. <laughs> I was actually going to see if you wanted to uh, come down to the uh, SCW school one day and uh, help me refresh on some moves just in case. I know it'd be a hike for you, but. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we got, what, less than two weeks? I'll see Twelve what days. I can do. Twelve days. Twelve days. See, I gotta, I gotta prepare for the actual match itself. So yeah, yeah, you fucking better <laughs> prepare my ass. You should be ready now. I got, I gotta get myself ready, motherfucker. You get ready. You fucking are ready now. God. Well, I mean, I got, I got two matches to worry about this weekend, so I gotta. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about these matches this weekend. You worry about you worry about twelve days from now. That's the match you're worried about. You go into these matches, and you know what? If you have to take a count out loss to save yourself, do so. You do it. Twelve days is what matters to me, motherfucker. God. That, that, that wasn't very new, Travis. No, everything, everything will be okay, though. I have faith in you as much as I have faith in everybody. Like I have faith in Pac Man. Uh, you know, getting better and healthier quickly because I hate to see my friends sick. Speaking of sick. Excellent. We we have a sick alternative title gauntlet match. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Motivation Mike, who is the champion, will be taking on Jay Vanity, mm-hmm. Disco Ray, a Scorpion Dorado, Gustavo and Kendall Fire. Remember him? Broadway guy, right? Broadway. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, no, that's awesome. You know, and you don't really see you know bad guys like Motivational Mike get put into bad opportunities. So it couldn't happen to a nicer dude. And Miss Larkin's putting on. Great card together and keeping it fair. I think this is a fair matchup. Yep. 100%. It gives an opportunity to everyone. It shows. Because let's face it, Motivational Mike really didn't win that title for himself. No. He, you know, he had, he had his group, you know, handle his, all of his problems. And he just picked up a belt, tapped the uh, turnbuckles, and picked up the victory. Realistically, not even lifting much of a finger to do, you know, the work himself. So. You know what? If he wins the gauntlet cleanly on his own without help, which I don't think he's going to do, you know, maybe he'll change my mind on him being a champion. But right now, I just don't see it. At least Steve went out there and you know fought for his belts and shit. Yeah, it is kind of crazy if you think about it. So Steve beat J.R. Lindsay for the belt, All right? Mm-hmm. In that match, Motivational Mike kind of got himself kicked out, which yep. allowed Jerry Lindsay to get distracted, if you will, and Steve won. Mm-hmm. Now, the next month, Steve was in a match, but it wasn't for the title. It was a special championship match, championship showcase yeah. that involved me and Rian. So, there was a bit of a break. But then the next match, Steve was in. It is kind of convenient that Motivation Mike won that match yeah. with all the help. But he didn't want to beat J.R. Lindsay. Mm. Um, something to think about. 
something to think about. Hey, man, those last three months have been some shady fucking shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... I think a lot of it has to do with the hosts and everything of the shows because outside of that, the only person that really because like when we did it, when we when we hosted, we were able to um, book a few matches because they're doing that tournament that or not the tournament. Yeah, it was a tournament. Aggression. We're doing a tournament today. So, so there was that stuff was already put into place. So we didn't get an opportunity to book that stuff. We were able to book the additional matches, the showcase matches, and the tag title matches, and all that shit. Um. This seems like, you know, maybe IPW has the right idea on having a board determine their match cards rather than one guy. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're, they're showing a difference. You know, and yes, they let the you know, host book a couple matches here and there and everything, and some are good and some are biased, but, you know, overall, you're not getting people, you know, you know, fired for no reason. Yeah. All right. Now, here's the big match. And according to you, this is a big match. It should be main event. Tag team titles are on the line. As the champions, the Booze Brothers, Diesel Tracks and Sean Danger, will be taking on Big Flexi and Mikey Peterson of the Jerk Horses versus... Main event, Steve Aaron, and me, the Amazing Turtle. <coughs> Big Flexi? Isn't that what uh, Pac-Man calls him? Yeah, I guess so. Big Flex? Yeah. Um, flex a lot? Have after this match, have you officially now tagged with every member of the Power Hour? Like, I mean, I guess except for Pac-Man and Rachel, but you teamed with Steve think... Red not too long ago, right? Did I? I thought you did. Maybe you just wrestled him, and I'm just thinking differently. I know, no, I, booked, never... I, know I booked you to wrestle him. I just don't know if you ever teamed with him, but maybe you haven't. No, I have never teamed with him. We were on the same side once, like we managed together once, back at Elite Pro, but mm-hmm. other than that, we never teamed together. So yeah, uh, it would just be Steve and Rian that I've teamed with, and I've yeah. teamed with Steve multiple times. Now how do you feel going into this match with Steve, knowing how your mat, your, you, you partnering with Rian ended? I think it'll be better. Than what happened with Rian because I know yep. there was still it was intense with Rian so uh, intent it was intense there was some oh. kind of there were still you know maybe some issues I don't know okay you so you're saying that it was still tense between you and Rian yeah okay cool did I say intense you oh, said it was, you said intense which isn't a word intent is a word like intentional. No. No, intense is like in intense, like I N T E N sense. It's not a word. Yes, it is. Intense. Intense. Uh, I okay, maybe it is, but I don't think it's a word that you. That, I, don't think I, I meant to say. You no, know, I was actually trying to say there's some tension. There we go. Okay. Yes. 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 But I'm still right. 
Yeah. There we go. Intense. Of extreme force degree or strength. Having or showing strong feelings or opinions. Extremely earnest or serious. Right, yeah. So it's all come. It's all together. It's a, yeah, it's a real word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, a, not. A hear myself say it. It sounds real. Yeah. We have. So if I were to sum it up, me and Steve have a better chance of winning this match than me and Rian would. Yeah, but I also think you have a better chance of getting speared by Steve than you were when you actually got punched by Rian. Coach Lalu's focus, again, I love Steve. This is nothing against Steve. This is not dig on Steve. This isn't me bad-mouthing Steve. But when you put the facts in front of you, how many matches has Steve actually had in this business? Like six? If that? Pretty sure it's maybe a little more. So let's see. Okay, how many times has he wrestled a crash tested? Um, twice. Okay, Rocket Pro once. Yep. Okay, he lost the IPW title. He won the IPW title. He wrestled in a six-man. He wrestled in that show take, showcase with you and Rion. Mm-hmm. He wrestled Aaron Stone. <clears throat> yep. So I count eight. Then if we were to go way back in time... Don't include Battle Royals. Don't include any Battle Royals, because that, no, that's, those aren't. No, I'm not, I'm not counting okay. Battle Royals. Okay, okay. We go back in time at yeah. another company, at a G. Gotcha. He took on Metalhead. Okay. And then he wrestled the owner of that company. Okay, so let's say about a dozen. Let's say he has about a dozen matches. Okay, how many matches do you have to wrestle before you're no longer considered a rookie? It depends on who you talk to. Okay. So let's say if you wrestled at one company for one calendar year, he's wrestled that, 12 matches. You know, and there could have been more out there. I'm just remembering what I said plus what you said. It gives us 10, and I'm just adding a couple that may have been missed. He is still not a veteran in the business as, as far as a wrestler goes, which is completely different than being a veteran at, like, commentating and announcing something like that. So I think when it comes down to who's going to screw up more between him teaming with you or Rion teaming with you, the odds of it being Steve is a little bit higher, especially with the workhorses being involved. And Steve has had a history of not keeping his emotions in check. Could play. All I'm saying is when Steve is getting ready to do a spear, don't stand behind anybody. Because once that momentum starts going and that person gets out of the way, that's when you get hit with his spear. And that's what's going to jeopardize your guys' win. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just looking at it as my perspective from the outside that as long as Steve can keep his emotions in check and you guys can kind of stay on the same page as this is about the titles, not your personal views of workhorses, it shouldn't be hard for you guys to come up with the championships. I think we'll be all right. I, I think I may have learned my lesson with Rian. But like I said, there was more tension between me and Rian, so we weren't really working as a team as it was. Yeah. And if you were to watch that whole match when it, whenever you get to see it, mm-hmm. it became individual. 
like we were working our individual ways. Yeah. Well, because that guy, the host, the host guy turned it into a tornado tag. So Mm -hmm. we didn't really get to do too many tag team moves. Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this, Nubby. You know Steve a lot longer than, a lot longer than I have. So you, you know how Steve is when he goes to these wrestling shows. You know who he is to people. In your perspective, based on your feelings, is Steve going to walk into this match more focused on winning tag team gold or getting his hands on the workhorses? I think that's a little bit of both. And by the time, but I'm going to say it and I'll admit it, it's both on both of us. We both yeah. want the titles, but we both want to get at the workhorses. Yeah, because we see, we've seen... We've seen the workhorses do some shitty things. If I if I remember correctly, and you're, you, you're obviously going to have to you know, help me with this as far as the memory thing goes. But there was a situation with Damian Gray and the workhorses and Steve's family when Damian Gray hosted IPW. I don't think Steve's going to let that go. I don't think Steve has yet to let that go. No. And then when they, you know, were poking fun at Steve, when, you know... <laughs> When uh, at the last IPW show, where Steve spit the beer in the workhorse's face, you know, there's 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 only so much somebody could take before they snap, and I think Steve is getting to that point. But the problem is with that is when Steve does not keep his emotions in check, that's when shit falls apart, and that's when people get accidentally speared. And their title opportunities get costed at the expense of their emotions. Now, again, I'm not saying Steve's going to do any of this, but recent history has shown that Steve allows his personal and emotion, his personal views of people and his emotions get the best of him. And that's how he ends up in matches that he, you know, probably shouldn't have been in. Well, you're, you got some points. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, totally different situations, but in, but yeah, he does get emotional. <clears throat> um, his emotions can jeopardize the matchup. Yeah, just gotta hope it doesn't, and we gotta focus on the test. Um, but the other team in this match, they are the champions. Um, they could actually join in on the fun and beat the shit out of the workhorses, and then we can go from there. Oh yeah, dude, they're 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 one and a half drunk people. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. If it was straight up just you t you the to two of you as a team, you and Steve versus them, you'd definitely crush them. You'd hundred percent win. Because I don't think either of you are dumb enough to truth or dare yourselves out of a title. No. 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 But like I said, when it comes to the workhorses and the history you guys have with them. That's going to be, I think that's going to be the deciding factor in this match. We've got to make sure it doesn't become the factor. That's true. And that's something me and Steve got to strategize and talk about. Yep. So, Steve, since you listen to our show, let's not jeopardize this match and win the titles. Yeah. Oh, he's 100% going to listen. He's going to listen to every negative thing I said because, I don't know, apparently I'm negative. But I'm not anymore. I'm positive. I think you guys are going to do great. You just gotta keep your uh, your heads on straight. That's all it is. Yeah. I, want, uh, I want a championship again. 
Yeah. I I can't go over here and grab anything because there's no title to grab. <laughs> wow, it's in arm's reach now. If I go and grab something, it'll probably be the hamper or something, not the. Ah, uh, see, as I'm saying, you don't want to throw a hamper over your shoulder. Now I end up on my head, and all the dirty laundry would be on me. So. Yeah, that's true. Solid match card though for IPW, IPW and uh, uh, lovely Miss Larkin really uh, put together a solid show this upcoming Sunday. So I think I like that. I might I might make crash testing because I don't think I have anything planned. And uh, Sunday, um, I definitely look forward to being at IPW and seeing uh, you and Steve all walk out with gold once again. I'm hoping so. And then, again, it's VFW Post 311-22341, Governor's Highway in Richmond Park, Illinois. Doors open at 1 p.m., bell time 2 p.m. Girl mission, $15. Kids, 10 under, just $10. IPW, Sunday, September 24th. Illiana Pro Wrestling. Um, I mean, that's everything we have, unless you want to talk about that uh, one topic. That one I mean, thing. we could. Yeah, we've got a few minutes, right? Yeah, we got about yeah, we got about ten minutes. Um bring it up. Um we'll talk about it for a minute. I'm not sure of I know what was said, I just don't know who said it because they're I can't think of their name at the moment. But um it was what, an interview with uh Nick Khan. Uh yeah. Uh, some guy named Bill Simmons. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't watch a lot of news and sh- reports and shit like that, but he- Seems like a social media guy or something. So that sounds right. Um, yeah. Uh, so I guess the long story short of it all is, you know, he was talking about, you know, people coming back into the business, and they mentioned bringing back uh, a guy from the past who was released, and he referenced the storyline he had with Stephanie McMahon, and they thought it'd be cool for him to come back, uh, and. Uh, there's one problem with that, and maybe uh, one time who the wrestler he wants brought back, and what the problem is. So the guy he wants to bring back um, happens to be Test. Here is the problem: he died in 2009. Yeah. So I I, I couldn't imagine somebody, you know, misspeaking like that. Because it's definitely a faux pas, or it's a flub, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, I mean, it, it sucks because I mean, like, obviously, a lot of the uh, you know wrestlers, you know, they're they are passing away, and I guess sometimes you really can't you know remember who has and who hasn't. But if that's somebody that's on your mind about coming back to a wrestling business, you think that'd also be somebody you'd want to be like, oh, what's this guy been up to, you know, lately and shit. You know, and clearly the guy didn't. Um, if Tess was still alive today, uh, I don't know how old he'd be. If he died in 2009, he was in his, like, mid-30s, I think. He was 33 when he died. Accidental death of an overdose. So, 47? He'd be 47 right now? Just about. Who- yeah, who knows if he would even still be wrestling or if he'd even be in ring shape. Um, he obviously had a lot of demons uh, at the end of his career and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, he did pass away uh, pretty young. But, 
Yeah, it's it's just one of the things that if you're if you're gonna talk about, you know, somebody wrestling or coming back or being involved, I would definitely do some research on it. Now, if it was just like a impromptu moment where he, because you think if you're interviewing somebody, you know, especially I think at that level of that interview of that caliber, uh, you know what questions you're gonna ask, you know what topics you're going to discuss. Over here at JFW, who knows what the hell we're gonna really talk about? You know, we just add things in as we go. Oh, do we want to talk about this? Yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Um, but I could tell you in my six years of doing this, I've never once recommended a dead person to wrestle. I mean, that would be something interesting, spooky, crazy, but it just gets me because like this guy seems like he's on social media a lot. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's in his fifties. From the picture I saw, so it's like, how do you not know this? Yeah, even my my dad knows, and he is, has nothing to do with the internet. <laughs> yeah, he watches a lot of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he watches more than I do at this point. But he he can forget instantly, just like you. Yeah, and <laughs> and he know, I can go ask him right now. Is test that are alive, and he'll probably tell me he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, I mean, I bet that guy, God, I bet he's living the dream, too. He has people who does his research for him. So if somebody was supposed to give him that information beforehand and they didn't, I would definitely consider that guy's employment with you. But if you did that on your own, i definitely look up some things and shit. I mean, like, that's the, I mean, that's like people say, it's like, man, I would love to see Vader get in the ring one more time or Bam Bam Bigelow. Realistically, yes, but if you're legit saying, hey, Daddy re-sign Yokozuna, you got a fucking problem. And the storyline that he wanted to rehash. Yeah, that's yeah, that 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 wouldn't have been a good storyline. Like I'm sorry, like they, they have gone they have gotten past the whole Stephanie Triple H like storyline a long ass time. That was back when we had like Evil Orton and no, no, I'm sorry, uh, the authority. I think it was the last time where they really yeah. had them out together as like a husband and wife. Awesome. Um, if he were, so, let's assume Tess is alive. Let's just assume that. Yeah. For argument's sake. Yeah. If you were to bring him back today and mm-hmm. do the storyline, here is the other problem. Triple H can't wrestle. That's true. It's hard problems. Yeah. So yeah, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of reasons why that just wouldn't work. Biggest reason: two people don't people the two people you need for the storyline are incapable of having the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, cool concept, but yeah, it just doesn't work. I mean, I'm sure you could find a way to, you know, really make that storyline work. Like, you know, I mean, realistically, going the other way around, do a storyline where Tommaso and fucking, uh, Candice LeRae, and then there's Gargano. You could do it through that. Yeah, but. I think we're just past all that love affair bullshit. They're Uh, trying to do it. They tried to do it with certain people and it's just I and then you're gonna bring a wedding on the show and I hate those. I hate the dumbass weddings. I hate dumbass contract signings. So just don't do it. I mean I like what they're doing with Rhea Ripley and Dominic. Yeah. That is cool as fuck. I mean yeah granted everyone knows who she's really with. So Yeah, which congratulations to them for getting engaged. That recently I think that happened uh since I've been gone. Yeah. I didn't see that, but they got oh, did they get engaged? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations to uh, 
to uh, Bub- oh, I'll say it, fucking Buddy Murphy, wherever the fuck he is somewhere else, I don't care, Buddy Matthews, and yeah. Rhea for getting engaged, congratulations to them, that's fantastic. He's one lucky oh. motherfucker, I'll tell him that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But hey, I mean, if some things work, some things don't, and if you can try and force a storyline, yeah. do it, you gotta have, find the right people. Yeah, yeah. And just do a little research on who's still around and who's still yeah. available. Yeah. Just such a bad booking at that point. Yeah. Just bad booking. You're not the fucking thinking. <laughs> um nobody, is there is there anything else we gotta talk about as far as wrestling? No, I think we're good. What uh what we got for next week? We should have these results plus Southland Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Hell yeah. WrestleTopia is coming next Saturday in Shabans. I'd have to double check. I got it verified and everything, but it's going to be a very, very heavy card. It's already looking heavy just based on a couple of those matches. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the doors opening up at 6 and the bell time's out till 7, we're going to get about an hour worth of high voltage in. And, of course, you got uh, we got the Amazing Turtle main eventing high voltage for WrestleTopia as he goes one-on-one with Freiburg Mm -hmm. for the high voltage Stipulation. Stipulation. Yeah, we'll we'll dive into that next week, that's for sure. Uh, But, yeah, no, it's it's a solid card. And uh, as far as I know, Every title will be on the line. If I remember correctly. Uh, I really, I, I got, I got to check. I don't know if Terry and Xavier is a title match. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think, I don't think it is. So on the flyer. Yeah. But the Collier Shot title, uh, Collier Shot Ladder Match. Which, I, which by the way, uh, shout out to Steve for getting the name of that wrong. Numerous times calling it the shot to the top to, uh, to ladder match. So he combined it Rocket Pro and yeah. CW. Yeah, which, by the way, solid fucking name for a ladder match. Solid fucking name. You just got it wrong. Uh, which is okay. People make mistakes all the time. We just talk about some dude wanting to book test. So uh, things like that do happen. But, uh, yeah, the call your shot ladder match is the same, is at WrestleTopia. So who knows? Whoever wins may cash in there Xavier following his match with Terry Allen, so who knows? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we got WrestleTopia, and is that the only show next weekend? Uh, I believe so. Dang, cool. So uh, next weekend should be pretty smooth. We'll see if Pac-Man's back uh, healthy and ready to go. Uh, buddy, hope uh, hope you uh, rest up, and, uh, you know, you're, you're in our thoughts there, buddy. Take you, uh, you take care. Uh, guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Break Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. You can find us on YouTube if you want to listen along. Um, we will get the videos back out. We will do that again. Uh, we just got to get, you know, back into the groove of doing that. But we'll get the video uh, podcast out again. But in the meantime, listen to the audios at YouTube, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasting. Just search Just Break Wrestling with the JFW Podcast. Subscribe. Hit the notification bells. Hit the five-star reviews. Give us a rating. You know, fucking do it all for us. Uh, nobody, that's all I got. I believe we can... Oh, damn it, Pac-Man. Ring the bell on this episode. Perfect! As always, I am Travis.
And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle, Kawabongo. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Regressing, the JFW Podcast.